0: Well, would you look at that. Coronavirus is still around, which means that you have got to get yourself a protective face shield, okay? I told you that if you live in Khabaroni, Botswana, I have got exactly the thing for you, okay? Zambezi Group Botswana has a protective face shield that they're selling for only 55 pula. The shield provides a clear barrier directly in front of your face, and it serves as a reminder for you not to touch your face ever, so you don't mess up your makeup on are you guessing me? It is made from food-grade clear plastic. It does not obstruct your vision. And it is available in five fabulous colors. That's navy blue, maroon, black, white, and teal. So you can protect yourself and your children from coronavirus. I saw a child um, wearing something similar to that when I went to the store today. Super cute. I think kids look so cute in them. If you'd like to order yours now, all you have to do is give them a call on plus two six seven seven four nine eight nine five double eight. That's plus two six seven seven four nine eight nine five double eight and let them know that KWAME sent you. Okay, let's start the show. Ubatla di nepe, Ubatla Mari, Ubatla Bajara, Ubatla Ferrari You get young say when you say Your V lips get glossy You my main, my dessert and my entree, To infinity and Beyonce But then yash, you need Nicki Minaj, It's big, big, big like wah, 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 wah said the nash, you need It's big, 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 big like iPhone 10 plus, ayah Bafu, Shut 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 take you. me, sweet take you. Shut 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 take you. How you feel amazing, sweet take shut shut shut, sweet All right, y'all. Grab your cups and get ready to discuss. Can we talk? Ooh, was that strong enough? Let's do it again. All right, y'all. Grab your cups and get ready to discuss. Can we talk? Can we talk? That's more like it, right? I just realized that I completely forgot to do this last week. And, you know, we can't have to. Can we talk without the metal cup? But... Hallelujah, holla back, culture kids. Welcome to Can We Talk, the podcast where we celebrate and critique the best in African music and internet culture. We do this every Saturday, because Saturdays are for who? Me, K-W-A-M-E, also known as Official Kwame, formerly known as Kwame Kardashian, and I am a Ghanaian, Tanzanian, Pan-African, entertainer, curator, and entrepreneur from Botswana. If you'd like to advertise with us right here on the show, all you have to do is send me an email at info.officialkwame at gmail.com, or simply just go to my Twitter. Or, my Instagram, you will find my email there. You can just send me a nice little DM, and we can do the business anything product service you're looking for to come and advertise. You see, like the face mask, you no, know, we or the face shield that we advertise at the beginning of the show that can be you, even later in the show, it can be you. Every segment in the show, it can be you. Don't worry, our rates are not too bad. Anyway, I am so sorry that I missed out last week. I hope you guys have caught up to all the episodes we've put out so far. This is episode number 10. We're on double digits. At last, I'm so excited. I'm so happy that it has been this consistent for me. But I apologize for last week. I was working in um, some of my other creative pursuits. And my voice was completely shot and gone. And I decided that I would rather that you guys hear me when I'm at my best. Then give you something mediocre where I was tired and you could barely hear me. I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to do it for the sake of we have to release it every Saturday. No! It will be when I can come to you like this with all the vim and the energy. Also, gotta say a special shout out to my good friend Messner. Nah. I was on her On Fire, on Fire podcast uh, earlier this week, depending on when you listen to this, and it was so much fun. We had a good key. And we did a couple of reads. If you guys would like to check it out, I highly suggest that you do because if you enjoy this podcast, you'll absolutely love that one. Me and Miss not together... A hot mess. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, you can check her out at M I double A. That is Miss N double Okay, Miss now on Instagram and Twitter, and all the links will be there for you. Or you can simply check out the Gold Coast Report also on Instagram and Twitter. All right, and you guys can find all the links and you can listen to that. We talked about consent, the BET Awards, etc., etc. Speaking of BET Awards, gotta say congratulations to Burna Boy who took home. Um, the Best International African Act Award or Best International Act Award at the BET Awards, and then Shasha from Zimbabwe, who won for Best New International Act. So, congratulations to the two of them. I think we're gonna talk about Brunna a little bit later in this show. But if you're new to the show, sorry, I'm just having a sip of my drink. Just stay with me a moment, okay? I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is good, always. Anyway, so if you're new to the show, in the first um, part of the show, I usually go through my reflections and things I've been thinking about uh, during the week and I guess how I've moved forward in my life. Last episode, we spoke about appreciation. And this week, I would like to speak about happiness and joy. And for me, the lesson that I learned this week was which is a very old tale. I'm pretty sure everybody has heard this before because it's in the Bible. It says, there's greater happiness in giving than there is in receiving. And I am here to give you my testimony and say I have seen it. I have lived it. I believe it. And how I came to this realization this week is because Kanye and DJ ADDJ did a guest mix on Yarn FM in Botswana, right? Now, um, I also did an interview on the show that he was on, which is called Happy Hour with Mutusi Lusule, who's a longtime friend of mine. Um, and I was speaking on the differences in lifestyle and enjoyment in GH versus BW. And for me, during this interview, or afterwards, afterwards um, after the interview and after listening to AD's mix, I was bugging because I was like, I cannot believe it! I've finally done it! Like, I'm connecting the culture. And in case you've not realized by now, Pan-Africanism is what I... I'm here to push. And it's what I it's it's such a big part of me. And I express that in almost everything that I do, hence this podcast. And for me, I feel like it means something else to have connected West and Southern Africa through music, especially using AD DJ as the vessel to bring that connect. Because AD DJ and I have such a long history together. Um, for as long as I've been, for as long as I'd been in Ghana, where we started this um journey years ago with a radio show that we created together called Urban Africana. And Urban Africana I had built out of me missing Southern Africa when I was living in Western Africa and also wanting to expose West African artists, or artists from um the general content. Uh, that I feel people needed to be exposed to. So it was just all of that fusion of culture for me bringing my culture from where I was born and raised into the culture that is in my blood and my bones. You know what I mean? So that's what Urban Africana was born out of. And it was such a great ride. But then it led to me doing other things such as this podcast. And to have AD DJ, who is a Ghanaian DJ, playing on radio in Botswana, for me it felt like everything was just coming full circle where I took my culture to Ghana and now Ghana was returning the love to me, you know? For me, it was more than me advertising myself or my home, which is cute and nice. But I was also so excited to hear AD DJ show us off as Ghanians to rave reviews, by the way, because according to... Um, the host Matusi Sule, he um, AD DJ is the best. Um, gave him the best guest DJ mix that he's had on his show so far, and apparently everybody was going crazy for it. I know I was bugging because I was like, "Is that amount four girls that I'm hearing in Botswana, bro?" And like, I was losing my mind, and. For everybody else, this might seem like a very small feat. But for me, it was, it was very full circle. It was, it's honestly one of my proudest moments in my life so far. And I just wanted to relish in it and enjoy it and just be present in it. And just to, you know, because I've realized, speaking of happiness, I've realized that where I am happiness, happiest, which is something I was trying to think about earlier this week. I was like, is it because I've realized that money doesn't really make me happy? I mean, let me, let me put this, let me tell the truth. You give me some money, I'll go buy myself some nice things because my love language is gifts, money and things. Because I like to live a nice life. I like to be comfortable. You know, I like to have access to the lifestyle that I would like, (laughs) which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not ultimately what makes me happy. For me, I see money as a tool in order to create an environment or in order to accomplish things. You know, so I said, okay, so if I had all the money that I would ever desire or anything that I'd ever want materially in this world, would I be happy? Not necessarily. It would make a lot of things easier in my life, perhaps. But would it make me happy and bring me peace and joy? I don't think so. I think I have learned that where I am happiest and where I think a lot of people probably should search for happiness is when you use your talents or whatever it is, that you do as you, whatever your purpose is, in collaboration or in service to someone or something that is bigger and higher than yourself. You know like how in the Bible it says that God supposedly rested on the Sabbath and then he sat back and basically marveled at what he had created? For me, watching this moment in my life, in this year especially, to see ADDJ play play, on botswana radio it was one of those where i sit back and just look at what we and i have what i have been and what we have been able to achieve you know it was like a damn it really is possible to do the impossible (laughs) what i've been fighting for and and i've done this in other things like through my playlist and whatever and had these similar kind of moments but this just for me um, this past week was just one of those moments that stuck out for me and it it and it made me connect with how I'm truly happy now and where I truly find my peace. And it's who I've always been, really and truly. It's me being able to share myself and my talents and put other people on platforms so that I can be in service to an idea, a concept, an experience that is bigger and higher than myself. And I think that's where a lot of people could find um, Joy. i think oprah has said something similar to that but anyway those are my reflections this week <laughs> oh thank god i have a sip of my drink mm. if you want to know what i'm drinking so this is a very strange concoction but I, trust me it tastes really good so in southern africa we have this drink called oros yeah oros is like a it's like a mixed concentrate so you mix it with water yeah and then it tastes really nice. So the flavor I'm having right now is pineapple because I love pineapple juice. on But I put a little bit of gin inside because, you know, I got to make it a little fresh, fresh for me. Anyway, let's jump into our first official segment in the show. This is called President, a.k.a. Prezidu, where we celebrate Africans doing dope work. I swear, the <laughs> name Prezidu gets me every time. First up, I figured let's start with the ladies. Um, Nigerian-British designer Mawalola Ogunlesi will be the design director of Kanye West's new Yeezy and Gap um, collaborative va- venture. Now, earlier this week, um, or maybe this was last week, Kim Kardashian, Kanye, North were all weighing uh, Lola's custom designs in their family's Father's Day photo. And I saw them even discussing this on E! Entertainment's Nightly Pop, and it was just busting my brain. Because the minute that I saw the picture of Kanye and Kim, and North in these outfits, I was like, why did that look like Mama Lola to me? And then I was like, wow, how? Like, she's gone, like she's blown, you know? Because I really love her work. And what speaks to her work from, um how her work speaks to me is, I feel like it's created for me, <laughs> my body type, like tall, slender, but I feel almost anybody could wear it probably. But it's very, if you are a 90s kid or early 2000s, and you like kind of punk a little bit grunge leather um a lot of exposed skin but then very understated at the same time you would absolutely love this so i've been a fan of hers for quite a while so congratulations to her she's also on the cover on the cover of Nigerian Art Culture magazine Native which i love she did a really dope and lengthy interview with the prince of the alté scene do and see the engine It was one of those Because inter- I love to read I mean obviously We have the reading list in here I love to read And I love reading um, Interviews and things Because I'm always Just generally um, Interested in how People's minds works so I really should have Studied psychology But just I appreciated the interview because it's not very up like every time I was as I was reading it I was like oh I hope it's not gonna end here I hope this is not like the cliffhanger and it continues on and on so you guys should check it out but our reading list is different this week anyway um Mawalola has also previously worked with artists such as I don't know who Steve Lacey is but she's worked with Kalella, who I Love. Kalila, for people who do not know, is, I guess, supposedly an African American artist, but she really is African because, if I'm not mistaken, she's from Ethiopia. Like, both her parents are from there and then moved there. And I absolutely love her music. Um, if you haven't checked out her, Take Me Apart album, Hallucigen um, album slash EP, so, so good. Solange has also worn her work, and she collaborated with Skepta on his Pure Water music video, and her work has also been worn, actually, by Tiwa Savage and Drake, if I'm not mistaken. So shout out to her, our first Prezidoo this week, Mawalola. Also, second of all, been meaning to talk about this. I don't know his real name. I'm going to go with his Instagram handle, which is San Dursa. He's a 23-year-old Ghanaian. Um, I think he's mixed dog. Like he's Ghanian something, but I don't know what the something is. He's um, a Ghanaian digital artist, um, fine art photographer, and sometimes animator. He has finally put out his first line of prints and merchandise, which is now available via his website, or you can go to his Instagram, you can find it. And he says that this time, it's not about him. He says, and I quote, I have and will always continue to use my work to support what I believe in despite any possible consequences. All profits from my store, from now, till January 2022, bro, as in for the next two years, will be donated directly to the Devin Michael Lowe's Black Trans Travel Fund. Listen, Sir Sam does my favorite song. I've seen back from the job. I absolutely love that. I want to buy his work just um, specifically to support Black Trans Lives because why not? And I love that he's doing it because he's never sold his prints before or sold any of his work before. Because I know he's collaborated with people like Mr. Easy and what have you. So you guys should check out his work. I think it's really dope. If you want to check out his Instagram handle and go and see all of his stuff and perhaps make a donation or make a purchase, his handle is SAN. That is S A N. D E R S A R. Okay? Righty yo, let's get into our next segment. This is called I Gist, where we talk about everything that's happening on the African internet. Now, shall we start with the kids? Because we talk about everything that you guys talk about, basically. Members of the Aikurodu Boys may be heading to Hollywood after the group shared on social media their homemade remake of the trailer of the Netflix movie Extraction. The teenagers filmed the trailer in their neighborhood in the suburb of Lagos using a wheelbarrow and some upcycled items. Really, really creative stuff. You guys have got to see it. A couple hours later, um, Netflix retweeted their post saying, Love this. The video also caught the attention of Chris Hemsworth, who retweeted the video, commenting, epic but what really got the attention was when the movie producers the russo brothers who shared the video and invited them to the premiere of extraction 2 tweeting this is awesome we would love to have you guys on the extraction 2 premiere at us and we'll get you there they said in a tweet love this shout out to them i think they're really creative in what they do they've also done uh, similar trailers for the bad boys um the last bad boys movie They've done one, was it for Jumanji with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it? And then he also shared their work. Although I would like to see more African movie producers also incorporate them or or shout out to them. Because can you imagine if they made all of the trailers, well not all of the trailers, but like a significant amount of trailers for movies that were to come out? I think it would be really, really fun. On the topic of Nigeria, so I think last week or the week before we spoke about Hush Puppy... And then we also spoke about him on Ms. Nas' Enfah. But there's new news. So, Hosh Puppy, the Nigerian man who resides in Dubai, known for posting photographs of luxury cars and five-star hotels on Instagram, was recently arrested in the UAE last month, then extradited to the U.S. when FBI agents obtained um, custody of him, who faces charges of conspiring to engage in money laundering that is alleged That is what alleged in a criminal complaint filed on June 25th. Now, him and his cybercrime team attempted scamming a British Premier League club. Yes, bro. A whole football club of $124 million. Like... And this is according to the US government's Department of Justice's website. When I was reading this on their website, no, I wanted to fall out. A whole football team, bro? Like damn! How much money do you need? And how would you be able to pull that off? And if he had the sh to reach that far, what kind of deals was he getting before? Where was he able to collect money from? Allegedly. um, Boy, the genius, who's a producer from Ghana, tweeted this and I was dying. He said, Hush Puppy, at this point, his only hope is Annalise Keating. <laughs> As if about to get away with murder. She says, And then somebody with now came to come and be stupid inside the comments and said, Oh, with a dash of Michael Schofield. I cannot. <sighs> I hate the internet so much. Speaking of the internet, yeah. So when I was researching this story... Has anybody ever come across, or does anybody follow BBC Pigeon? So it's like the BBC News, but then they dish it out in Pigeon? Hilarious. I love it. Because it gives you real facts of things that are really happening. It's real news. Just that the language that it's translated into is Pigeon. So <laughs> there is an associate who allegedly works with Hush Puppy called Mr. Woodbury. And I was reading up on him on the BBC um, Pigeon website. Can I please just read you, you guys exactly how this thing goes right this is how they write their stories okay it says and i quote people they wonder who the who be the mr woodbury where dubai police extradite go america alongside harsh puppy see what's in we sabi about woodbury in real name now olagan jacob ponole they are born for May 25. Mr. Woodbury, na Nigerian socialite, and he they live for Dubai. Woodbury na person where you keep in life private as information to about um no today. Oh, I probably fucked that up. But yeah, it's hilarious because I've got to get into it. Moving on to Ghana, Ghanaian rapper and Black Avenue music boss, Desmond Blackmore. Um, Who you may know is D Black has shared an audio visual recording session. Well, actually, there's a full video out now with multiple award winning American rapper OT Genesis. Let's hear and then we shall discuss. Stand up, stand up, hands up, hands up, bands up, bands up. 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 up, dance up, dance up, slim waist, way you walk like that, like that, sexy way you talk like that. Ajay. 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 She wet like a pool party. Bro, bro, okay. Right. So, my thoughts are, you know B2 from Ghana, yeah? The duo. They have this song called Zanku. I feel like if you liked that song, no, you would like this one too. You get me? I feel like all the Azonto ghosts and warriors get information this song is for you. <laughs> Now, OT Genesis, who's actually from the islands, he's West Indian, if I'm not mistaken. He is uh, in a relationship with Malik, Malika Hack. He's her baby daddy because they're having a baby together. Uh, well, actress Malika Hack. Malika Hack is, you know, from Keeping Up the Kardashians, Chloe's best friend, yeah? The one the one twin that we know. Yes. Hey. The one who's closer to Chloe than his. What's his name? Khadija. Uh huh. Malika. That's her baby daddy. OT Genesis, thank you. And, I mean, if we're talking about OT Genesis as in cut it, that means we might as well talk about Beyonce. In our final story today, <sighs> the trailer for our upcoming visual album, Black is King, which is set to premiere on Disney+, Plus in support of Beyonce's 2019 The Lion King The Gift album, resulted in some discussion on social media regarding whether Beyonce was, in quotes, Appropriating African culture (sighs) Now the release of this film Further notes that the film Honours the voyages of black families Throughout time Through a tale about a young king's Transcendent journey Through betrayal, love, and self-identity And is an affirmation of A grand purpose With lush visuals that celebrate black, Black resilience and culture Now, for all of you who are calling this cultural appropriation, okay, let me explain to you what appropriation is. Because I googled it, obviously, not like I don't know, but I googled it just to be correct. First, I would like to say, that some of you cannot even spell A-P-P-R-O-P-R-I-A-T-I-O-N. Okay? I will repeat that for the horse in the back, for the truants and the donces. Some of you... Cannot even spell appropriation, but you want to come and be on your Insta blog, Nigeria, and where and where and be talking about uh, be, do a culture appropriation. She doesn't even want to come and do, do a well toy in, in Africa. Yeah, 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 That one too. We'll talk about. But you just wait. Now, cultural appropriation is that sometimes also phrased cult, cultural misappropriation where it is the adoption of an element or elements of one culture by members of another culture. Now, this can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. For everybody that thinks that Beyonce is appropriating African culture, I would like to say a very heartfelt fuck you, okay? Because for me, in order for you to appropriate, for me, That means you completely blindside where the culture and the arts and everything is coming from. You don't involve any of the people. You just decide, me, no, this is what I'm going to come and do because, you know, it's stylish. It's the next wave. But that's not what Beyoncé did. The amount of Black and Africans, creatives, photographers, stylists, producers, directors, the list goes on and on that she rolled together to come and make this film. I feel like we made this more than even Beyonce did. So are you trying to tell us that we appropriated our own culture? And at the end of the day, and I'm not saying for everybody says, oh, you're making it you seem as if Beyonce is above critique. Of course she's not. Nobody is above critique, especially when you're an artist, because that's what we do on this podcast. Yes. But for me personally, I think... It was very well done, even though I have not seen it yet. We're going to get into Disney Plus and the rest of you hosts in a second. Even though I haven't seen all of it yet, because obviously it's not out yet. But from the trailer alone, for me, it's like so inspiring. And so it's like... History of Africa in the present, mixed with the future, all at the same time. I loved the diversity in the mixing of all the different cultures. Because it's not like she said, okay, so this is the the culture of Africa. This is the one culture. It's an artistic expression. Are you not allowed to express the art of where it is that you come from? I mean, they did trace Jay-Z's roots to Rwanda, though. Like, damn. So now let's talk about... They're, oh, but Beyonce and a lot of these artists, they don't come and do well tour in Africa. I know, I too am mad. But the thing is, on the continent, if we are to be very honest there, the kind of shows that a lot of Western artists put on, especially the big names like Beyonce, Giselle, Nose, Carter, eh, we don't have all of the production and infrastructure to even carry it. Night, daddy security always for that size. Are you kidding me? And the thing is, it can be done, but in very specific places for now, at least in the past. And even up to now, I've still been mad because I'm like, ah, bro, how can you be talking about wealth? Or when you know that you spend 90% of your time in America and then you go to UK, small, 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 small in Europe, and then you close. Sometimes, if you are lucky, you go and get Japan and uh, Australia, everywhere else, they're just like, oh. Do you know what I'm saying? But I feel like, especially for in the continent, on the continent, in my experience, from the countries that I've been to or have um, witnessed and seen, I think if anybody was to do, any major artist was to do a world tour of that size or of that um, caliber of production, it will have to be in South Africa, perhaps Kenya, perhaps... Nigeria, because Cardi B performed there. I feel like that's an opening door. I would also like to say Ghana, because we had, what was that show that they had years and years ago where James Brown and everybody came? Granted, like the productions then were very different as to how we have them now in terms of technology and things. But Ghana, I mean, Cardi B came. We didn't do the best to our ability. But I feel, you know, foot in the door. And especially because of things like Afrochella, Dead Sea Rave that are happening in Ghana. It can be done. And also, I have faith in Rwanda. Because apparently Rwanda is really taking off though. But then you also have to consider this. If it comes to Beyonce touring worldwide. I hear that the production of Beyonce's tour alone costs 2 million, as in what? It's expenses. It takes apparently between 7 to 8, 747 seven air freights, and a total of 70 tour buses just to move the stage. So, it is definitely gonna cost a whole lot more if she is able to bring it to the continent. And I know we want it. I mean, she came for Global Citizen. I guess that one we'll just have to take it. But it's like who's also going to pay for the extra cost if she's to put it up to the price so that she can also make a pro- even if she's to break even or if she's to make a profit? you know are people going to pay two hundred dollars two hundred u s dollars a tickets for like your um very general standing or general admission tickets would you i mean I would personally but then is that going to be everybody? Like the whole purpose of going on tour is so that you can not only explore other places, but it's mainly to make a profit because we know that music doesn't sell in the same ways that it used to 10, 20 years ago. People are not buying physical CDs and stuff the way they used to. We're all streaming and things. But a lot of where artists make money these days is touring. And unfortunately, ah, I don't know if we quite have the structures to carry off. It's all like that. Have you seen the formation tour, bro? No, you haven't because the DVD is not there. Is it? (sighs) So we hope. Although, I will say that the first big tour or concert I've ever been to was Rihanna's Diamonds World Tour that she did in South Africa. And thank you, Rihanna, for at least bringing that there. And there... The staging was very similar, if not almost identical to what she takes on tour. So I feel like if Rihanna can at least do it, and Lady Gaga on the Born This Way ball, no. She brought it with the whole castle and the monster pits and everything. She brought it. So if they can't do it, no. Other people can't try and do it. It's just obviously, I guess, Africa people are now discovering like, oh, wow, you mean you guys don't live in huts? You're actually really cool. It's, oh, you're just like everybody else? <laughs> Duh. Ignorance. Anyway, that's it for IGS Now, hmm. Shall we take a short music break and then we'll get into the review? I don't want to know make you Jam or is it a jam? Ah, I'm so excited okay so this is the segment in the show that we call shall we review where we talk about EPs projects uh, mixtapes albums that have been released across the African continent and the diaspora this week our album of choice is I am the king of Amapiano by Kabza DeSmall. oh my gosh Twenty seven tracks, three hours of stressed, straight, nonstop. I'm a piano, and I'm not complaining. Whew, what a project! The scatting on a song called "My Piano Blues," the co- um cross cultural instant hit that is "Oh No," that you guys just heard. Hesh. honestly, this project. It doesn't know when to stop. Like, are you getting me? It is just back-to-back jams. And it was so hard for me to even try and pick favorites when I was listening to this. Because when I got onto Apple Music, you know how it has those little stars next to the ones that people are probably playing the most or might be your favorites or whatever? Bro, as in, when you go to Apple Music, the first six songs in a row each have stars. I was like, ah, am I ready or am I not? Because I feel like I'm not. This is the kind of project that you can put on while you're cleaning the house, while you're getting dressed. Because I did this. I was like, One of my friends is coming to pick me up. We were going around town. Just run some errands. My friend was waiting outside my house for like 10-15 minutes because I was just playing Sponero back to back while I was finishing getting dressed. It is also the kind of project that you put on definitely when you're going to go out and jog with your friends. Or it's a Saturday and you're shopping in town. Or you throw it on at the Bri or the barbecue. You know, anywhere you need jams, where you don't want chain jam, this is the project for you to put on. Listen, even down to the A&Ring of the artists that are on this project, and some of them, well, most of them, actually, I'm not very familiar with, and then there's a lot, um, like, people like Wizkid, Burner Boy, Casper Vest, Um, Shasha, that people know. There's this one, Bebe. Naya has two of my favorite songs on this project. The first one is What? Is it Nia Low? It's Nia Low. Let's just hear the thing. <laughs> Are you getting me? Or are you getting me? Is it the jam or is it a what? Let's get into my final thoughts. I know so quick. It's because I just need you guys to listen to this project, okay? If you ever needed an introduction to ama piano music, this album is a great place to start. It is like ama piano one o one. And for people who don't know, ama piano is a subgenre of South African house music that was birthed in Pretoria, and it has taken. It has taken up as much of the sound space as GOM music did, um, which is from Durban. GOM music was, I mean, it's always been around and always been popular. But to the rest of Africa, I feel like it has been more popular within the past maybe two, three, four years, you know? Because people, I think, before then were just used to hearing different types of house music. And then when it grew into people hearing GOM music with people like Babes Wodumo and what have you, but now, I'm a Piano Boo is also coming for your next. It has that very distinctive log drum, the shakers, the progression. You know an I'm a Piano Jam when you hear it. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm only about halfway through this project. Uh, as in, I'm up to track 12, I think, because it's 27 tracks. But it is straight fire. And I was actually going to skip it and just wait to see like what songs people were talking about and then go and check out those and see what songs um, pop up or maybe go and see what's what's being favorited. But because it was so long, and for me, I, I remember the time that Chris Brown released the album that had like 45 tracks. I was like, sir, listen, <laughs> I hear that they're all bops. I will hear the singles as you release them. Okay, I don't know if I got 45 tracks to sit down <laughs> and listen to. But... There's 27 tracks. Well, worth it. Now, I was surprised, though, that DJ Mapurisa was not on this because they have a lot of work together. But then they did release the Scorpion Kings um, project very late last year. So perhaps he wanted Kabza, um, to have his moment on his own. And bro, what a moment it is. Lord knows, I cannot wait to jam this outside, like in the club or at events and things like, I want to go to a nice daytime sort of something with a lot of grass and bright and beautiful people and just live my best life and celebrate life. My good friend um Denzel from the Unartist podcast well, gave me the song, well, he sent me the song Spoon um, Uno, and he was like, oh, bro, you should check this out. Like, it's really dope. I was like... <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, it's this new song with Burna Boy and Wizkid. <laughs> I was like, um... Are you coming to tell me <laughs> about Sponoro? Is it me that you're coming to tell about? I'm a piano music? Okay, I'm not saying I'm no expert or, like, a connoisseur, but, sir, I am literally living in the current hemisphere where this shit was birthed. Okay, you ain't gonna come and tell me about fucking Sponoro like I have not been jamming it on my Instagram story all the damn time. But I thought that it was... Also, very interesting to see how different audiences have received it across the continent. Um, obviously, people in West Africa have been drawn to the song Sponono because of Burnet and WizKid. But then it's also um, curious to see how people from East Africa and Northern Africa um, are gelling to it and then discovering the sound. Watch the way Nigerian producers are just going to get all over this. I know DJ Toons has a new project out, an EP. It's called Love Something and it feels on it. Actually, not bad. I wanted to include it in the playlist this week, but perhaps we'll talk about it next week. Anyway, Cubs are the small, yeah. I am the king of Amapiano. What's the score? A very strong... I was about to say 7. A very strong 8.7 out of 10. And I almost even want to make it higher because it is that good. You honestly do not need to do anything. Just press play, and listen to it from, so, especially, bro, let me tell you something, when you get to track three, eh, from there, there is no turning back, like, one and two, it's like, you're yeah, walking in nicely, you know, it's a good, What? but once you get to Spoon No," <laughs> so, definitely, let's do it, add to playlist, it has to be Spoon on oh No." Nialo, um, another song called, Why Ni Gakufela, which features a Shasha, BT Award winner, Shasha, and emilo is another song i really like so hmm should we leave you with which one which one which one let's do a little bit of let's do the shasha song okay Right here, let's get into your WhatsApp broadcast. This is not like the fake book news that you read. This is news and recommendations that you actually need in your life. Yeah, starting off with Netflix and what to watch in terms of African cinema and TV shows and all that fun stuff. Now, this past week, um, I watched a film by the name of Azali. It's a Ghanaian film, and it is about a girl who was sent away to evade an arranged marriage. The 14-year-old begins a harrowing journey of sex work and poverty in the slums of Accra. Now, Azali is actually a Muslim girl's name, and apparently in Arabic, it is translated to mean eternal which I think is really dope. It's a really nice name. Now, the cast of Azali includes award-winning actor Ajete Anang, Amake Ababrese, Peter Ritchie, um, and a child prod- prodigy and debutante, Asana Al-Hassan, who plays the character of Amina. And I think she absolutely stole the show. What a young talent. I think her handling and her portrayal of emotion... <coughs> Chef's kiss talk about an actress now after winning the highest number of awards at the ghana movie awards in 2018 and the golden movie awards in africa in 2019 um the movie's now been featured on netflix and it's really really dope i feel like there's no overacting there's no over dramatized over dramatized nothing the cinematography was also really good just everything was of quality, from the casting, to the location, to the storyline. I loved it. I loved every single bit of it. it. I think it was just right. But let me warn you now, the ending? Oh my god! It, like, I never saw it coming at all. It's quite, I don't even want to give you endings because I don't like to give spoilers. I never give away spoilers because I don't like it when people give me spoilers, yeah? You will not see this ending coming. Just the twist at the end is just mind-boggling, bro. Don't even try and look for it. Just just go and watch the movie because you will not even think, you won't even catch it until you And when you think you have caught it, no, you will not even see it at all. Are you getting me? But I think it is an absolute must-see in modern Ghanaian cinema. everybody, everybody has got to watch this movie. Okay. It's not your typical entertaining what but it is if you like drama, this might be uh, the film for you it's very real and i love the fact that they spoke in um Dagbani, which is a, a local dialect in ghana which i don't personally speak but it was just nice to hear what's the score i think i will give it a very strong 7.8 out of 10 okay moving on to the playlist which usually is an apple music playlist that i put up for you guys but this week i said why don't i go and promote the other things that i do when it comes to playlisting and if you guys have not seen i have a new play- playlist out now curated by me for art art and culture publication um, africa 2.0 inspired by the voices and activism of black lives everywhere now the extensive list features biographical inspirational african music both classic and contemporary by iconic artists of african heritage from multiple genres of music in celebration and solidarity of our black brothers and sisters worldwide I Absolutely love it. You have got to get it. There's a little bit of something in there for everybody from every age from any part of Africa or the diaspora that you're from. 20 tracks are out so far and then we might extend it and do a little bit more for you. But this is specifically for people who use Spotify. I know I don't have Spotify either because for some reason it's not available in places other than South Africa, but I know a lot of you people got a little VPN or something going on where you got it. So I decided, you know what? Let's create something for the Spotify, for people who use Spotify who listen to this podcast, okay? So make sure you get it. It is available on my Instagram and my Twitter. All you have to do is click the link in my bar. You'll find it right there. Moving on to the mix list. Oh my God. Now I know I've been talking to you, to you guys about this for the past... Two weeks, maybe three, and we've been waiting for a, for a new one. If you have not seen my tweets, it is finally out. Now, the mix list is a one-hour plug-in and play mix by ADDJ hosted by me. You can start and finish your day with it. You can jam it now that you're out of lockdown. You can use your small little link-ups with your friends. You can jam it in the shower. My God, it is so good. So, so good. I'm not going to lie. Don't take my word for it. You go and listen to it for yourself. And you already know how much I feel, how I feel about ADDJ. Okay. And finally, the reading list this week. Now, British um, Vogue profiled Ganyan stylist and designer Kel Vincent. Um, This is after his Vogue challenge cover was handpicked by Ghanaian editor-in-chief of British Vogue, Edward Inifo. Now, Vincent's a striking cover image is part of a wider fashion editorial entitled The Fierce Muslim, which was shot during Ramadan. Now, Kel Vincent said um, he wanted to create a fierce fashionable um, image that w- Muslim women can relate to, he explains. And he says he also wanted to tell them to stand firm on what they want, despite the racism, extremism, Islamophobia and the popular stereoty- stereotyping of Arab women as weak and voiceless. I think he did a stunning job and you guys have got to read the article. I will tweet a link for you or leave a link in my Insta highlights for you so that if you follow me, you will find it, okay? So shout out to you, Cal Vincent. He's actually kind of one of our presidues this week as well. And that's it! That brings us to the end of another exciting episode of Can We Talk the Podcast! Finally on double digits! Aren't you excited? I'm excited. I'm just glad that it has been this consistent. Okay. So finally my friends are here. I'm going to go and drink and have a great time with my Saturday and I will see you guys next week. Also next up, I think we might discuss I know I talked about it last week, NSG's Roots album, because it's really good. I jumped in um, I think at about like track eight Because Porsche was featured on the playlist the, uh, Sorry Yeah, on the playlist quite a while ago And I was like, oh, let me just go check out the album Let me just see, was it Listen, listen, before I even do the review No, let me just tell you as in jams on jams on jams. Okay? So go listen to it and then we'll discuss it next week. If not, we will discuss um Kamido from Ghana. He has an his debut EP out is called CP. Or Mikasa from South Africa has a new album out called We Made It. Or in Nigeria, um Molego. Molego, yeah, he has um an EP out called Me the EP. I'm really curious to see. Because I've heard some really good reviews about it. Well, I've okay. I haven't read any of the reviews, you know me. But I've seen a couple people tweet about it, whose opinions I respect. So I'm probably going to get into it and then we'll see which one of those that we shall discuss. But yes, guys, thank you so much for continuing to share and like and listen to Can We Talk the podcast. Um, don't forget to get yourself your protective face shields from Zambesic Group Botswana. All you have to do is give them a call on 267 at 267-74-989-588. They're going for only 55. Pula, let them know that KWAME is sent to you. Catch you next week because you know Saturdays are for Kwame. And oh, how can I forget? K-W-A-M-E- Keep winning and motherfucking everything.